Hi, Seth. How you doing? Uh, good, man. How are you? I'm good. Uh, so, as it's been said, uh, 2018, you've produced what has been uh, one of the most high-quality years of wrestling in your career. Obviously, you've had the matches with the likes of Miz and uh, Dolph Ziggler. Uh, how would you rate this year wrestling terms over the context of the your whole career? Uh, yeah, this year has been really, really special for me. I don't know what it is, or when it happened, or how it started, or what, but... Um, you know, you go all the way back to even uh, over a year ago, uh, we were having, when I say we, I mean myself and Ambrose before he got hurt, we were having some really fantastic tag team matches with the bar for the Raw Tag Team titles, and, and um, I just carried that momentum after Ambrose got hurt um, into my singles run, uh, you know, early this year, and now into fall, and um, like I kind of said a second ago, I don't feel like I'm even capable of having a bad match right now, I just, I don't know, I'm, Knock on wood, I'm healthy and uh, I'm kicking on all cylinders and uh, my mind is as sharp as it's ever been. So, you know, all that together is a, a nice piece of chemistry and it's coming together but very well. As far as all time for me, I mean, this is definitely uh, top two or three years as far as match quality is concerned for me. Uh, and in talk of your actual wrestling, one of the things that stands out to a lot of fans is the, some of the attires that you wear on the likes of the big show. So, for example, your Game of Thrones inspired one wrestling. Uh, how much time to all those type of custom attires that you wear? And also, which one of them is your favourite of all time? You know what? I usually just come up with a concept. Um and then I hand it over to my, my fantastic people who do my gear and let them take the reins because I'm not an artist at all. You know, I, I can't I can't give them details and tell them to do this instead of that. Uh, I don't really know anything about that side of it. I just come up with a concept and an idea that, uh, you know, I kind of leave it on them to execute it. And, uh, the, you know, last few of them have been really awesome. Uh, I think my favorite is maybe a tie between the, the white, and gold SummerSlam attire from a few years back and uh, the White Walker from WrestleMania this year. I, I thought that costume with the blue contacts and the, the, the entrance video and uh, the way that was all set up just came off really, really cool. So um, those two might be my favorites. Yeah. And last thing for me, Seth, is obviously uh, as the Glasgow publication, uh, what is your memories of um, performing in Glasgow, Scotland, in terms of the actual culture and obviously the fans there? Obviously, because you performed in the past at the likes of the Live also a couple of years ago. What is your memories? Yeah, dude, Glasgow's cool. They're, they're, uh, they're, like, uh, they're a great mixture of fans because uh, you get kind of like, you get all the, the little niches, you know. You get uh, the kids who are just really pumped to be there. You get the families who are having a great time together and excited. And then you get, like, just the young men and women who are there to, like, have their own party and stuff like that. It just feels like everybody's there to have a good time. And uh, I think when you get that mixture and you get that environment and that energy, it makes for, you know, we can feel that as performers. So it makes us, you know, work a little harder or pushes us where we would think we could go. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're uh, like a tricky bunch in Glasgow, but in like a really good way. Once, once they're hooked and they're into something, there's, you know, there's no crowd, louder crowd uh, on the planet. Best of luck in the future and thanks for your time. Hopefully see you in Glasgow again soon. Thank you, man. Awesome! Uh, uh, I'm just going to start with the obvious question here, obviously, being from Glasgow. Obviously, you're performing in Glasgow in the upcoming uh, WWE Tour in Scotland, but obviously you've performed there in the past over your time in the company. 
Uh, how did you find that as a place to perform in terms of the fans and just the general area of Scotland and Glasgow as a whole? Well, Glasgow is always a... Uh you know, anytime we go over to the uh, the UK and have our European tours, you know, no matter where we go, I mean, the crowd is just absolutely electric. It's absolutely incredible. Like, just how loud they get, how passionate they are. Um, you know, they boo who they hate, they cheer who they love. It, uh, it just sucks that they're, that they're always booing me. But, you know, the louder they boo, the better it is for me. You know, it works. So uh, I always have a good time going out there. So obviously when you're going to be in Glasgow, you're going to be taking on your old enemy Daniel Bryan again. Obviously you've had a lot of matches with him recently in terms of this feud. Uh, can you tell us what, you've, what your plan is going into that other face-off? Obviously, like I said, you're just off of the match in Australia. I wouldn't even say that we've had a bunch of matches, you know, uh, because we really haven't, like, the match in, in Australia, I wouldn't even call a match. Like, it was a lucky, lame uh, roll-up. You know, you know, it sucked the air out of the entire stadium. Like, you heard the, the entire crowd. Yeah. It literally went silent. It had no idea that it was, like, the, the, the finish. I mean, at least when I knocked in, when I, when I beat Daniel Bryan, I knocked him out. You know, people knew that was the finish. That was what's going to happen. So, you know, Daniel and I really haven't had a lot of matches, which we don't need a lot of matches. I beat him at SummerSlam one-on-one. My wife, myself, beat him and Brie Bella at Hell in a Cell. And that's all you need. I should be going for the WWE Championship at Crown Jewel. However, they gave Daniel Bryan another chance. Why? I don't know. It's not like he's won matches or anything. I'm the one that's winning. I'm the one that deserves the WWE Championship match. But Daniel Bryan is a charity case for all of WWE, especially Paige, our general manager on SmackDown. So it's just, you know, I have to roll with the punches, and I never get uh, the fair shake. I'm always the person that has to work to get to the WWE Championship because they're just not given to me like they are to, like, the Daniel Bryans of the world. Yeah. Do you think you're going to deserve another little title shot in the near future? I, I would hope so. You know, I mean, I think I've been worthy of a WWE championship run for the past three years. You know, but the problem is I keep getting moved show to show to show because every show wants me. So every sh- superstar shakeup, I seem like to be the superstar that is always shaken up. And nobody realizes how much that changes a life as well as a career. Because as soon as you go to another show, you have to build yourself back up an audience once again behind you. And so every time I switch shows, it's just a nuisance for me. And so I have to, uh, to work hard to do it. Stop whatever you're doing right now. You've only got one choice. This is Billy Kirkwood. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online. You should be subscribing. You should be listening to the back catalog of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Get on it right now.